nothing to add. You're right. <laughs> wow. Tony, could you just say that again? Uh, take two, Tony Piantine. What would you would so could you just put my name in there? Yeah. So would you say Steve O? Yeah. Yeah. Steve O, you're you're correct. You're right. Reminds me of the happy days. Remember the Fonz? Yeah. Probably no one listening to this podcast is probably old enough to remember the happy days, but Fonz was this really cool guy, and the one time he had to admit that he was wrong and yeah, he couldn't, couldn't use the it. word. Yeah. I was, I'm sorry, I was, I'm, I was. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? What is up, happy lifers? This is Steve-O. This is Tony. Sorry we didn't get a podcast out to you on Monday like we normally do to help you start your week off happy, but I have been traveling all over the place. You are on location. Happy Life Studios is on location at Camp Daniel right now, but I've been traveling all over the place, driving through snowstorms, doing doing coaching, uh, speaking all over the place. And to be honest with you, I haven't had any time to record a podcast, and then I get here and think I'm, we're going to record one together, and then I'll hopefully I'll get it out by Monday, and then then you get sick. Can't talk, <laughs> yep. can't stop coughing. This is the first time, though, that you actually feel a little bit like yeah. a monkey's not sitting on your, a baboon's not sitting on your chest <laughs> right. or something, you know? So you've been out of it, so I've been leaving you alone, and we just haven't had a chance to record, but we thought we'd put out a bonus one for the love day, for Valentine's Day, um, which is... A little weird, Tony, if you think about it, <laughs> we're, we're two guys putting together a going to talk about Valentine's Day. That, that, is, that is great. Number one, um, the fact that there, what, do, what do men know about Valentine's Day? We tend to blow it when it, comes to, <laughs> when it comes to that type of stuff. And number two, two guys, I mean, it reminds me of when um, I was out with another happy lifer and uh, our wives were gone. I mean, I was out of town and I was in his city. And uh, we love to eat at B-Dubs. So we're like, let's go to B-Dubs. We'll go to B-Dubs. And we wonder why people kept looking at us strange. I'm like, finally, near the end of the meal, I was like, is it just me or do people keep looking at me? I couldn't figure out why people were looking at us. And then it dawned on me, it's Valentine's Day. And we're just two of us in the booth. And everyone else is on these dates. And it's just, and then here, <laughs> and he goes, but wait, wait. We decided to, you know, you want a dessert? And I was like, well, I don't want to I don't want to eat a whole dessert. I'm kind of full, but I'll share one with you. So now we've got a dessert. <laughs> sharing on the table. So for the two of us to do a, a Valentine's Day podcast, I don't know, it seems a little strange, but we thought we'd do one uh, nonetheless. Uh, Tony, you said that Neko is going out of business. Yep. The reason that's important on Valentine's Day is because... They make the little hard candies with uh, sayings on them. Yeah. They just went out of business, actually. <laughs> they just went out of business now? Well, just lately. And somebody else bought them, but they didn't have enough time to make all the candies apparently we need. And normally, normally, how many, like, did you say they make like 13? 13 million pounds of hearts. A million hearts. pounds yeah. of hearts every year, which basically is sold only on Valentine's yeah. Day, right? Isn't that crazy? And they've been in business since like eighteen sixty six. No way, eighteen sixty six. Wow. They started out making. That's like fifteen years. <laughs> yeah, at least. 
That's Tony math. I don't know. <laughs> and new math. <laughs> yeah, new, new math. math. So he started out making what? <laughs> the candies for weddings, special order. Really? Okay. And then in 1901, they started making candies for the public. Okay. So we're talking about six, seven generations. And this year, there's only like 300 pounds left, you said. <laughs> That's what I read, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, I'm sad because I love – one of my favorite candies are the Necco wafers. I don't know if you've ever seen them, but they're like a – they look kind of like a – in a package, package like a roll of quarters or something. Yeah, they you know? taste like a roll of quarters too. <laughs> I love them. I love them. Uh, so, you know, there's only 300 pounds left. So you might want to say hold on to your hearts. Uh, they might be worth worth some money <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> the good thing is you can give last year's this year and nobody would doesn't know. matter. And the taste just, isn't going to change yeah, at just all. Just chalky, dusty, yeah, nasty. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that has to do with nothing that we're talking about. It has to do with Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, that's right. So happy Valentine's yeah. Day to everybody yeah. um, from two guys. <laughs> um, I came across a, a scripture today. It's in First John. That's uh, uh, in the New Testament. It's in the Bible. It's almost near the very end of the Bible. First uh, John chapter three verses eighteen through twenty, and it says this: "My dear children, let's not just talk about love; let's practice real love. This is the only way we'll know we're living truly, living in God's reality. It's also the way to shut down debilitating self-criticism, even when there is something to it." For God is greater than our worried hearts and knows more about us than we do ourselves. And I thought, you know, he said, let's not just talk about love. Let's practice real love. In fact, I think it's First John chapter. I think it's the next the next chapter. Um, but in, in the book of First John, he actually talks about that God is love, you know. Right. So um, and he says, let's not just talk about love. Let's practice real love there, you know. And I think. Valentine's Day is a day where we talk a lot about love, you know, right. then the rest of the year we tend to oftentimes live a different way and we don't, we need to practice real love all year long. And then I think Valentine's Day is an exclamation point, but to, to have one day, that's a day of love. I think if you want to have a happier life, you need to live it hourly, weekly, you know, it's a lifestyle uh, of love. Would you agree with that? Uh, definitely. And I like how he says, it's the only way we're living in God's reality. It's also the way to shut down debilitating self-criticism, even if there's something to it. I never make stuff up that's bad about me. I don't have to. There's enough stuff there. He says, even <laughs> if there's something to it. But how you shut down that self-criticism is by practicing real love. Well, you want to talk about a happy life. Right. You know, Valentine's Day is always a day where we do big things. I think I saw that it was like almost 20 billion dollars will be spent on valentine's day this year yeah that's crazy it's like 130 bucks a person on average, really the thing said <laughs> yeah i suppose i'm not gonna be the average guy <laughs> right me either i'm like I, I, who spends 130 are you kidding me that's an expensive card right there yeah. wow <laughs> and then i i think on the same thing i i saw somewhere that like six million people will get engaged today wow. you know but it's it's valentine's day is it it's a big day Right. So we always show love in big ways and we also show romantic love. But back in the, in the Bible days, there were several different words for love. You know, you had eros, which is like a romantic love or a sexual kind of love. You have phileo, which where we get the word Philadelphia from city of what? Brotherly love. So like a love you'd have a familiar love, a brotherly love. And then you have agape, which is, you know, a love that it's unconditional. Back then, it was felt that the majority of people felt like the um, Eros love was, did you know this, was the best kind of love. 
Huh. The level you could just feed yourself or you just get something from somebody. It didn't matter what happened to them. You were just all about, huh. you know, about yourself. And that agape was the worst kind of love. You mean you would love and not get anything in return? <laughs> and I think oftentimes over Valentine's Day, we we do a lot of love where we, um, you know, I give you a card, but you need to give me a card back. Right. And if you don't, I'm going to get mad, you know. And I think when when we love to get love back, I don't know. I think I I could argue that that's pretty close to manipulation if it isn't manipulation. You know, if I'm doing something for someone or to someone so that they will do something back. Right. You know, and Jesus flipped it on its ear. You know, he came back and said, no, the highest form of love is to give with nothing's in return. Like when I go and speak places and I have people tell me I changed, helped change their life. You know, I had one guy come up to me and talked about how the last three months have been so terrible for him. It was a terrible story. He, and he said, it was it was really cool. What he said to me personally, he said, you know, it got me through those last three months. And I was like, no, he said, your CDs, huh. you know, uh, our teaching CDs on how to be happy. And then he said, <laughs> you'll love this one, Tony. But he said, you know, you know what, Steve? I said, what? He says, you know what you need to do? I was like, no, what? And he says, you need to listen to your own CDs. <laughs> and he was exactly right. And I, and I love it when people tell me stuff like that. I mean, I love compliments. I'm a words of encouragement kind of guy. I mean, you know that, Tony. You know yeah. when I get down, all you have to do is tell me a compliment, and I, I can flip like that <laughs> fast. But for me, the highest form of love for me is when I've been ugly to my wife. Or when I come home, my family sees the worst of me. I'm usually super worn out. Um, I can get very crabby. I can get – you know, I just get ugly. And And when my wife still loves me, when my kid still loves me, I mean – it's not as gushy feeling like Valentine's Day is, but it's so much more deep to me when someone loves you and they love your weaknesses as much as they right. love your strengths. And I think, I mean, I think that's what God is. I mean, would you agree with that? Definitely. We all crave, ultimately we crave uh, just acceptance and in their deepest, darkest, worst thing that's inside of us. We would all desire probably as much as anything to be able to put that on the table and not be rejected and be loved through it and helped and not be judged and not be, um, we don't encounter that right. kind of love often. Right. And in fact, we debilitate ourselves like the scripture said, right. like the scripture said there with, with self-criticism. And I remember for years asking God to take all these things away from me, the things that I didn't like about myself. And I would just look in the mirror and trash myself. And I don't like this. And I don't like that. It's almost like my son giving me a picture of me ripping it up and saying, well, those lines are off. I mean, that, who would do that? Right. But yet God made us, you know, yeah. some people said that cheesy line of if God had a refrigerator, your picture would be on his, you know, right. but when God makes us and we cut ourselves down, it's just like me ripping my son's picture up and, you know, cause I remember for, well, I'll end it like this. I remember all this time complaining about all these things that I didn't like about myself. And then one day I felt like God had just had enough and he interrupted me in the middle of my complaining about myself. And he said, see, just stop, just stop. All these things that you don't like about yourself, you want me to take those away? And I'm like, yeah. And I, it's like I felt he was saying to me, but they're all connected to these things. And I saw all the positive sides. It's like there's two sides to every coin. There's two wings to every bird. And I felt like he was saying all these negative things are connected to all these positive things. And the reason I don't take these negative things away because if I take them away, the positive will go away as well. Right. You know, the yin and the yang. You can't have good without bad. You can't have hot without cold. And um. I, I say this a lot when I travel, but you know what? 
Tony, I believe that God loves our weaknesses as much as he loves our strengths. And that's the highest form of love that we could have. And that's what God wants us to have. And I, I think it's good for us to celebrate a day of love. You know, a lot of people complain and say that's just Hallmark trying to get money out of us. Right. <laughs> and no doubt Hallmark does pretty well on Valentine's Day. And I think it's good to celebrate love. And it's good to celebrate romantic love. I mean, I think God wants us to, you know, he calls us his bride-to-be. He calls us his fiance. You know, one day up in heaven, we're going to have the great big wedding feast. And I mean, because God wants, God created all those kinds of love. And he wants us to exercise them all on him. I think that we all love to revere God and, and love him that way and respect him. But I think God wants us to be close. He wants to be Philadelphia. You know, he wants us to be Philadelphia, too. He wants us to be friends. That's why he told his disciples, I don't call you you know, servants anymore. I call you my friends in right. John fifteen fifteen. he says. And so God wants to, us to experience all these things, but he doesn't want us to just experience it on one day. And I think it's good to have a Hallmark day where, where we celebrate and talk about love and do big things for love. And we spend 130 bucks, you know, or right. we, we spend, you know, $20 billion on Valentine's day. But I think the most important thing is to love the rest of the year long, even not with not expecting it back. Would you agree with that? I agree. Yeah. I sometimes feel like Valentine's Day is, it's not an, it's a, I don't know how to explain this. It's not an actively loving holiday where if I don't give my wife a card and a box of candy, she will think negatively of me and of our love and of our marriage as opposed to like, I don't tend not to think of it in a positive way. Like, right. I have to do this like it's so this doesn't happen. Whereas, I don't think that's what love's about at all. I don't, I agree. you know, it's, it's, shouldn't be forced like that. And I have no issue with giving a card and candy on Valentine's right. Day, but. Is it that it, you um, feel pressured that if you don't, you have to do it? Because if you right. don't do it, then all of a sudden you don't really love that person. Right. And you know love is more than that. Is that what you're right. saying? But I, I'll be honest. Uh, Carol and I do not celebrate Valentine's Day. Well, to be Maybe honest, something you don't know. Christine don't... and I don't either. Okay. I'm always I'm gone on Valentine's Day. I'm here celebrating with you guys. Just, just the three of us. Maybe we could go to B Dubs. Meet yeah. Carol here, and we'll go get a dessert and split it together. So we're talking about Valentine's Day, and we don't even you know yeah. really celebrate. I'm gone most Valentine's Day. I'm yeah. usually doing winter camps or something like that. We um, decided to do away with doing something out of that's what you're supposed to do, and. And I have no, I, I really don't have any issue with it. I yeah, just know either. for us, it wasn't something that was adding to our marriage. It just was a costly a pressure, pressure and thing. And right. why do it? And imagine this, imagine giving someone a card the day before Valentine's Day. <laughs> right. Or the week after Valentine's Day, because then there's not that pressure to do it. And when, then when you do it, um, I heard this quote once that I just love this quote. It just, it said something along the lines of, you know, it's not the big things that we do for each other that show much how much we love them. It's the little things we do that show the greatness of our love. And it seems like the smaller the detail you go to loving somebody, the bigger you, you know, you love them. You try right. to. So, I mean, if you're going to celebrate Valentine's Day, celebrate it. Go all out. But I think the point is, is to, well, it, it reminds me of the storm that we have here. Okay. This morning, this the snow is coming down and, and I, I came downstairs and. I was talking to Carol and I said, you know, it's just such a light snow and you hardly notice it. And, and I was supposed to be getting like an inch an hour. And she said, yeah, and how, you know, you look at that snow out there. How could that gather an inch in an hour when it's so light? But right. that's the point when you keep compounding on each, you know, keep, you keep multiplies. And I think we keep trying to find how Valentine's Day comes. So let's do something big. Let's show someone how we yeah. really love them. But I think 
in the same way that I love it when my wife loves me in my ugliness and my brokenness, because we all have ugly, we all broken. That's what goes with our brightness and our goodness. In the same way, it's also the the love that we get the rest of the year long. If we just do small things all year long, it compounds. And next thing you know, you got a, a foot of love out there. You know, you got a foot of snow. You got a, you know, you just keep pouring down that light. It's you hardly even notice it, but it's noticed. You know, one day you come out and you're like, man, that person really loves me. And oh, that reminds I really me. love them. I got your Valentine's gift for your wife and here for you. Oh, you do? Yeah, I found that package of pencils <laughs> that I was looking for last time. Everyone's like, pencils? <laughs> Let me tell you something. I could buy my wife a tin of hearts. I could buy her five heart things of candy, you know, and I could buy her all the flowers in the world. But if I bring her back a pack of brand new Ticonderoga number two pencils. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that, she, that, that's the money, you know, that's the other thing too. When we love people, we need to find out what their love language is. That's and it. oftentimes we're good at loving in our love language, but we're not good at loving in their love language, you know? So for me to bring home, cause that's the pressure for me to do that. It honestly, I've done that before. That's how I know, but it doesn't mean a whole lot right. to my wife, but I know she loves pencils. And I bring her back that pack of pencils that some that you found, <laughs> a brand new pack, right? Yeah. Um, she's going to absolutely love that. And I, I think that we need to spend the year like that snow. Just there's moments where we do something big, right? But if we can live the moments and just not talk about love, but practice it and keep practicing it. And in their love language and just keep doing little things, those little things really add up. And pretty soon, man, you got this beautiful... You know, because out here when it snows in the winter, it's cold, it's freezing, everything, all the leaves are brown, the leaves are brown. <laughs> of course, that's California winter, right? But uh, um, but when the snow comes down, it like makes everything new. It's like God paints everything with a brand new and all these evergreen trees that have, you know, a foot of snow on them. It's just absolutely beautiful. And I think that's what our love does. I think it covers the brown and the the dead stuff and the ugly stuff in our lives. When when my life wife loves me amidst my brokenness, it's just to me it becomes a beautiful thing. And and you might see yourself as broken, or uh, you might see all the things that you don't like about yourself. But I'm telling you, when you love, you you get rid of that that debilitating self criticism, and you begin to see how valuable those people are as well as yourself. I thoroughly agree with that. All right. So don't make how, I mean, if you're going to celebrate, I almost said Halloween. There's a lot of places we could take that, right? Valentine's Halloween. Um, Some people see Valentine's. Other people see Halloween. It's scary for some people. I think some people too. I mean, what would you say to those people that, you know, don't have uh fiance they don't have a boyfriend or girlfriend they don't have someone in their life they really love to have someone in their life that they could celebrate valentine's day uh, but what would you say to those people that don't have someone like that i mean i know what i would say yeah life sucks <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> we'll pray for you <laughs> that's not what i would say oh, no, me neither. that's why Tony and i work so well together. <laughs> no no i wouldn't say that either <laughs> Um, I would say this. I would say don't concentrate on, you know, having someone to love so they can love you back because that's really what that's about. But find someone to love that just flat out needs love. You know, it's the way to get rid of debilitating self-criticism 
it's also a way to get rid of all those negative thoughts, all those, I don't have someone to love today. I don't have, I don't even want to, I hate Valentine's Day. And maybe you've gone through something really tragic uh, with someone that you're really close to or we're, we're really close to. And, and uh, but you know what, how, how to get rid of that? Because that's debilitating too. I think it's to to practice real love and to find someone who needs love and don't give love to get it in return. It's not about getting something in return. The highest form of love is to love even if they don't love you back. And there's other people out there, I promise you, that feel that way um, as well. And what an an an, an, an what an anonymous note would do for them, <laughs> easy for you to say, you know, or what um, an, 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 a random act of kindness or, or love would be, um, you know, I just want to read this scripture one more time. And first um, John three, 18 through 20, my dear children, let's not just talk about love. Let's practice real love. This is the only way we'll know we're living truly living in God's reality. It's also the way to shut down debilitating self-criticism, even when there's something to it. For God is greater than our, our worried hearts and knows more about us than we do ourselves. I hope that helped you on your on your Valentine's Day on our bonus podcast here. We really appreciate you guys, and we're really happy that you listen to us and that you follow us and that you share us and do all that other stuff that really means a lot to us. You are very valuable. You might not feel that way, but that doesn't change the fact that you are. God made you, and he knows more about you than you do yourself. And he gave his life for you. That's how much he loves you. Make someone happy. Make just one someone happy. And you will be happy too. So take that thought into Valentine's Day and I go find somebody and change the world. Love on them a little bit. Steve Ace.